This is Ron Clements, and Patty and I are in the process of driving down Route 66, and we are in the St. Louis area where the Cardinals are actually playing the Atlanta Braves for a playoff series. They hosted the Braves on Sunday as well as Monday, both afternoon games for some weird reason. But Patty will join me later. Right now, I am sitting in Fairview Heights with Stephanie Testro the Director of Marketing and Communications for Hoylton Youth and Family Services. Stephanie, hello. Hi. And thank you so much for being a part of Sunday's book signing. Uh, You were not able to be there, but I had a a good time hanging out with Jody, who was there. Yes, she was. And you guys look like you had a great time from the photos. Yeah, and I'm glad Jody actually got a couple copies of the book. Uh, She got one for herself and then one for her parents, who she said are big baseball fans. So... I was pretty happy with that. That was two of the nine books that were sold yesterday at Barnes & Noble, and Barnes & Noble is actually going to keep them on the shelves in Fairview Heights. Uh, They had 24 copies, I think, so there are 15 left over, uh, five of which I signed. Awesome. So there are five autographed copies sitting over there at the uh, Barnes & Noble in Fairview Heights, Illinois, for anybody who wants to pick it up. The Home Run on Wheels book is also available at the Barnes & Noble website as well as Amazon. And please, if you get the book, if you have the book, leave a review. That's the only way to uh, really maximize the visibility of the book to really get the word out there about how you can help kids in the foster system. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about with Stephanie here today. Stephanie, uh, so Hoyleton's been around a long time. Yes, And we have. so kind of give everybody a... a brief history lesson on Hoylton Youth and Family Services. So Hoylton started as a orphanage in the late uh, 1800s, early 1900s in Hoylton, Illinois, which is where we got our name. Um, It was a organization that was created by the United Church of Christ organization and wanted to make sure that they had somewhere for kids to go that were not able to be taken care of by their family. Um, Since then, just in the last three years we've expanded to being in our corporate office in Fairview Heights but we still serve foster children we have residential still at Hoylton Illinois so we have 40 kids that live on campus in Hoylton Illinois that are developmentally delayed have an IQ of 50 or less Um, most of them are in mid low 50s um, but then we also have another facility in Salem Illinois which is for kids that are mostly nonverbal so we serve kids that are nonverbal, and then we also serve foster kids and um, other kids in our current community, which is Fairview Heights. So, what does that mean, nonverbal? That um, means kids that don't aren't able to speak. They can interact with you, but they don't have the capabilities of taking of actually speaking words. Sometimes they have to show you a picture in a book, or they have a tablet that talks helps them talk. And so, um, that IQ because they have a lower IQ doesn't mean they're not capable of taking care of things. They just don't have all the capabilities of of having you know the IQ of having a communications of a normal child so oh okay and uh well you speaking of communication so mm-hmm. you are the director of marketing and communications uh what ex- what exactly are your uh, like day-to-day duties so my day-to-day duties are to tell the story of Hoylton so my job is to talk about a kid that's coming to care and why he's with us what he needs from us 
share a story about a family, share a story about um, a kid who's either been reunited with their family or we've done, we go to adoptions and we'll take photos and tell that family story um, just to get the word out. But we also have so many other organizations or other parts of our organization like human trafficking. Um, we serve um, the uh, Latino speaking and Spanish speaking communities and we work with kids that are coming foster care from birth to when they age out at 21 and we help them whether they, we put them in an adult living situation, you know, in their own apartment and stuff, or we work with them if they're a pregnant teen mom. We have so many just different aspects of what we do with our kids um, that my story is just to tell those stories. I mean, when people hear Hoylton, if they know anything about Hoylton, they think we're just an orphanage or we just deal with foster care and we do so much more than that, so. Well, I, yeah, I didn't realize that you guys do all, all, all of that. And, and it, it's necessary though, because, you know, there are, I remember when we first started this this trek last year, uh, Celeste Dominguez, the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, when we were talking about the podcast and what kind of guests we were going to have on, and uh, she was like, you know, as long as people are helping children, I don't care if they're involved with foster care or not. It's just it's about helping kids, and there are myriad ways of doing that. Absolutely. I'm a foster mom myself, so and an adoptive mom. So um, even when I started my journey 12 years ago, I didn't realize how many different things you would learn about the system, the different roller coasters you were going to take on. And, you know, at first we just took it on as we're here to help kids and we're going to do what we can by bringing them in our home. But then you become an advocate for them because you want people to hear their voice. And the only way they can hear their voice is to be able to speak for them and understand what they're going through. Um, you know, if when my son was 10 months old, he was nonverbal. He would cry and, and would, you know, scream and yell and holler, and we couldn't figure out what was wrong with him for the first couple of days. And then we realized he was trying to communicate with us, and he didn't know how. Hmm. So then we had to work on getting services for him because he wasn't taught how to speak or how to hold on to things. And, you know, these kids and other, you know, even teenagers come with, to us with ways that they don't know how to communicate what's wrong with them. They can't tell you they're sad. They don't know why they're sad. And so it gives you an opportunity to just have these moments of learning and advocating for them going, there's something wrong with this kid. And even though I'm not an expert, I need to figure out who is and who can help us get there. And so Hoylton does that in many different ways because we have behavioral health therapy. So if our kids come into care and we know because just being separated from your family, it's gonna be a trauma, let alone whatever else they went through, we now have therapists and counselors that will help them figure out what's wrong with them and give them, show them how to cope and show them how to communicate. And you mentioned being a voice for kids and, mm -hmm. and uh, advocating for them. And that's one thing that, I mean, it's literally in CASA's name, court appointed special advocates. So, and people can volunteer. That's one way people can, can get involved to help kids in the foster system and, and just kids in general is to be a CASA volunteer uh, with Hoylton specifically, how are ways people can get involved here? Well, right now we're doing a Hope for the Holidays. So right now we're working to get together gifts for these kids. Together, you know, your book would be great. Um, you know, we want we want these kids to be able to have things that they wouldn't normally have in their families. Um, some kids need clothes, coats, gloves, hats, whatever. I mean, obviously we know here in St. Louis it dropped from 94 degrees to 52. So mm -hmm. it got cold here. But um, they have... With Hope for the Holidays, you can, we have one organization that wants to donate um, something to the cottages because our kids live in cottages out in Hoylton. So there's, you know, maybe eight to ten kids in a, in, a facility, in a home. And so what can they use in that home that's a home 
you know, peace for everyone to enjoy. Or we've got, you know, kids that need, you know, I should say kids, but teenagers with babies. They may need baby items and diapers. We have people that come off the streets that have been human trafficked, whether sex or human or labor trafficked, and they need toothbrushes and toothpaste. And so when they come to us, we have a care package, something that they give that they can use themselves and take with them. But Hope for the holidays, there's always a giving, whether it's giving a gift card or or financial donations, um, gifts off the kids' Christmas list, because some of these kids are only getting it one, maybe two presents. Mm -hmm. Some of them might not even get that, and our goal is to make sure that every kid has a present for Christmas. What kid doesn't deserve something to open on Christmas morning? And that's what we're trying to do. So. And there are so many things you mentioned, just basic items that a lot of people take for granted, but these a lot of these kids don't have those just basic things like like toiletries or. You know, clean underwear or something. You would be surprised at the, some of the kids that we serve in the East St. Louis and Cahokia and um, Central, or Centerville area that don't get to brush their teeth every day. Probably don't even get to brush their teeth once or twice a month. And so we've some kids will come in and they'll go to our counselors who know they know have extra items. They'll be like, can I borrow deodorant or can I have piece of gum so that my breath don't stink you know they'll see kids that are wearing the same clothes a couple of days in a row and we are in i don't know if you in this area um centerville is the number one impoverished area in the entire united states and wow. it's literally in our backyard and we serve those kids as much as we can you know they go to our east st louis schools and we have counselors in those schools to help them to the best of our abilities some of those kids are our foster kids some of those kids are just kids that we serve that are seeing things they shouldn't see on a daily basis. So, Man, I met, when I was in St. Louis last month, I met a guy who was homeless. He, he was in uh, North City, in the city of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And he was homeless at eight years old. And was he was still going to school, though, but so a, a teacher recognized that, hey, this you know he was wearing the same clothes and stuff, and, and something wasn't right. So anyway, he ended up entering the foster system and he got lucky he it was he's a success story for sure he got adopted by a family in Baldwin uh, and uh ended up getting a football scholarship to play at uh, southeast missouri state and now he has a corporate job with worldwide technology and and so he's definitely a success story um off the top of your head can you think of a, a like a really good success story from a, a, a kid in uh who Oilton helped actually i can i just met a girl um the end of August, actually the beginning of August, I take that back. She was a Hoylton kid from the age of six, her and her siblings. I met her at Macy's across the street at the St. Clair Square. Oh, okay. Um, and actually she said she came into care at the age of six. She'd been with us until she was 18 years old. Um, she got emancipated through Hoylton. Her kids, she didn't want to get adopted, um, you know, and she said she was one of the rough kids. She was one of the kids that probably gave us some trouble. But um, she got a job at Macy's. She's got a one-year-old son of her own. She doesn't work on the sales floor at Macy's. She works in the office, which to me is a difficult job to get, If you be on, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. She's married, and she's stopping the cycle. And that's, that, to me, is a huge success story because she recognized where she was. She went through the system for 12 years, worked on a goal. Her caseworker is here. She said, if I talk to my caseworker, in the middle of the night, she'd answer the phone if I called her. If I hmm. needed her, she would answer it all the time. And that's what people don't realize is our caseworkers don't turn their job off at 5 o'clock. Not that we wouldn't love to at times because we have our own family, but these kids become part of your lives. And Erica was one of those kids, and she would pick up the phone anytime. And even still, she said, I'd reach out to her as an adult just to tell her thank you. And I got the pleasure of meeting her just 
by coincidence by going and doing a present presentation at Macy's and then I was able to meet another gentleman that walked up to me and said I was adopted you guys don't realize you probably had a hand in my adoption you know and it's just interesting because you never know walking down the street who you're going to meet and what their story is and it's sometimes people look at people and go man that person's really sad or man that person's really happy and you don't know what it is but you don't know what their life situations have come to to bring them to that and for erica it was hoylton gave her a long time of fortunately good family but at the same time she had that that drive to say i want to get out of the system and i want to be i don't want to have that that life for my kid and she's done that and she's been fantastic since so that's wonderful and how we met was I sort of uh, ambushed you guys uh, about a month ago. I was <laughs> I, I was getting set uh, stuff set up for this for yesterday's book signing, and when someone over there asked if I had anything set up with a foster care organization here uh, in the St. Louis area, I was like, you know what, I actually don't. So then I I literally Googled foster care organizations in Fairview Heights, Illinois, and. Your office is like less than a mile away from the Barnes and Noble at St. Clair Square. It is. So I thought about calling you guys, but I decided to just come right over, and I brought a copy of my book with me. And so I, I'm, I'm kind of curious. So what was it about our our initial meeting where you were like, you know what, I, we want to work with this guy? It was your enthusiasm to, for caring about our kids. And when you say our kids, I mean, like I said, I'm a foster parent and adoptive parent. Our president here was a, was adopted. Um, one of the judges that I have a close relationship with was raised by his grandma. There's your enthusiasm to help the system that you weren't necessarily a part of, but you feel a heart for, made my heart smile. And so for me, I'm gonna get teary. <laughs> me too. <laughs> for me, that was a huge, you don't meet people like that every day. And so it was one of those things that's like, wow, this person not only cares about our kids, cares about our community, but cares enough to go tell their story. And that to me is, that means the world. I mean, because no one else wants to tell their story. And you know, in the foster care world, it's welcome to the roller coaster. <laughs> and I even congratulate some of the parents that are getting off and I say, you know, welcome to, you know, I'm glad you get off the ride. It was a rough one. You know, there was great ups, there's great downs. This is a little bit different because now they're yours, but um, it's an interesting story and sometimes sometimes you can't make these stories up sometimes they're really tough and you're thinking how is that possible i mean they're worse than some of the worst scary nonfiction out there and but these kids love it and you're willing to dive in and get your feet wet and tell their story no matter how good or how bad it is and not all these kids stories are great endings i mean we pray for that we want mm-hmm. that but that's not always the case you know um but their stories have to be told if you don't tell them who's going to because they're too scared and they're not sure how to tell their story. Someone has to tell it and someone has to be an advocate for it. And that's what we're hoping to do with you. Well, well, thank you. And You're uh, welcome. I appreciate it. And we're happy to, to work with you guys. And I w- wish uh, it was like, I don't know, August or September so we could get some kids to a, a Cardinals game. Because, uh, yeah. And you're from the St. Louis area, right? And, I am. And I mean, I don't think people outside of St. Louis quite understand how big how important baseball is to this area they have no idea when they say cardinal nation it's we don't expect we don't think we're never going to make it to october we always know we're making it to october right october ball and then the blues now i mean who doesn't want to be in st louis in october i mean there's a ton of stuff going on and you know of course we've got new sports coming so 
we'll get on the soccer wagon and we'll get on, you know, XFL, XFL football. I mean, it's just one of those things that this town is such a sports town. And my kids, (laughs) we were in St. Peter's this past week. They're like, Mom, are we in St. Louis? Yes, we are in St. Louis. My kids just love it. They they can see the arch from, you know, the Illinois side where we live. And they're like, are we going to St. Louis today? Are we going to St. Louis today? Are we going to the Cardinal game? They get, you just see this excitement and people don't understand how exciting it is just to go 20 minutes across the river mm-hmm. for kids or for me. I mean, I just, I'd rather go across the river just to do something simple than stay in Illinois. And I don't mean that bad, but it's just an exciting area to be in. You see everything Cardinals, Blues. It's just fun. It's a great atmosphere to be in. So, And I lived in st louis for many years and i i never grew tired of seeing the arch no ne- never if it's a smile on your face it's happy yeah. it's an upside down yeah. happy face <laughs> that's the way i look at it uh and you know and for for kids i mean the city museum is awesome uh but the zoo is free yes and which is great the art museum is free and we're not talking about hey look you know it, it, there's a couple of goats and a monkey no this is like a world-class zoo that's free we are in the top five in the country and um it's funny because now that the arch grounds have been redone my kids just love to go roll down the little hills in the grass and just be rolling under the arch and look up and see this big beautiful shiny thing and be like i'm just right here you know and seeing the helicopters go off the helipad or the are the you know the boats they just think it's amazing and they don't realize they haven't seen the fireworks under the arch yet which i think is just a sight for anyone to see so have they moved that back to the arch from because i know they were holding it in forest park for a while yeah they've moved it back and i'm sure this coming year again um but it's just you know there's just so much stuff we went you know you can go to art fairs in downtown clayton and there's soulard and it's just there's just so much stuff and when i say i'm a tourist all the time on the weekends we are intentionally tourists in our own city (laughs) and we love it i mean absolutely love it and uh you and i will be expecting our check from the st louis tourism board soon for absolutely for for, for that little pitch no but but, right yeah yeah no but seriously uh st louis is is great and uh, it's a town that patty and i consider our second homes even though we're not originally from st louis and you mentioned you know your kids just running around the arch grounds and rolling down the hill i mean that's probably the one thing why we did baseball with foster care or why we wanted to get kids out to games i should say was to allow kids to just do that just have fun just be kids because um as you mentioned before these kids deal with stuff that they shouldn't have to deal with and so to to give them a few hours of reprieve where they can just have fun and be a kid is so important and ideally they find a home a loving home where they can just where they can just grow up and be a kid and enjoy their childhood absolutely it's really important for that and my kids when they went to their first baseball game this year actually just a couple weeks ago they got to run in the kids there's the little kids play area as part of ballpark village and got to run the bases and see things and then they didn't understand that fireworks why fireworks went off after the game and i'm like because we win and then they were more excited (laughs) so it's really just a neat experience to be able to see little kids faces not have to do anything but run around be kids fall down smile and just be happy i mean and you don't realize how important that is and you don't realize that every kid doesn't experience that but every kid doesn't experience that and it's it's difficult but you know for a day to get out or you know for a week to get out and do something different and a lot of like you said a lot of things in st louis are free just go do it and enjoy it and put a smile on your own face i mean it's fun right. just to be a tourist for the day you know and oh, i and, have a blast at city <laughs> museum every time i go it's yeah so much fun it is a good time so yeah it's fun 
And uh, so if people want to know how to get involved with uh, Hoylton, uh, a lot of information on your web, your brand spanking new website that yes. launched on Friday. So yes. why don't you talk a, a little bit about what they can find there and uh, um, where you're located and, and contact info and all, and all that jazz. Sure. So Hoylton.org, it's H-O-Y-L-E-T-O-N.org, is our new website that launched on Friday. We have how to become a foster parent, how to get involved, how to give. We've got resources for parents on activities going on this fall. We've got resources on if you're traveling with a kid, how to get them through, you know, those travel times. We've got um, our Hope for the Holidays, which is the organi- uh, the program we're doing to help kids with foster in foster care and our Puentes children um, get Christmas presents and personal items for this uh, winter and for Christmas. Um, and then you'll get to see um, all the program managers and different articles about everything going on and then of course we're on facebook twitter instagram and um, linkedin so we've got it's all at at hoylton um, or at hoylton youth and then um, you can find out more or contact us at info at hoylton.org awesome thank you stephanie so much and uh thank you we will bring in patty now uh, back at the rv and patty i can't wait for you to meet stephanie and she wants to meet you as well Well, I'm looking forward to it. I learned a lot from the conversation that you had with her. And obviously, they're doing great things at Hoylton, a lot more than anyone knows about, I'm sure. Right. And, you know, one of the things that I picked out of that conversation that I haven't heard as much about is the behavioral health therapy. Yeah. I'm sure there are others who are doing that. But, I think Children's Hope Alliance is some of that, but absolutely, you know, but it seems like it's really a focus with Hoylton. Yes, and she talked about that a lot. And I think, you know, I think about a friend of mine who is a teacher. I know that when you go into teaching, that is a learning track that you can be on to specialize in that, so you know how to help kids when they're in the schools. And so it's interesting to to hear. And I think there is absolutely. Obviously, there's a huge need out there. And you don't think about kids being nonverbal that much because they haven't learned that. Exactly. And that's that's huge. So many things that we take for granted Mm -hmm. as just in our day-to-day lives that these kids need, not just the behavioral health type of items, but, you know, just talking about being able to brush your teeth every day. I know, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's nuts. And I... I can't, I can't go a, a day without brushing my teeth twice a day. Thank you. And I, <laughs> and I just can't imagine not being able to brush your teeth once a day for a week, it, you know. And right when you and, want to. I mean, right. so many kids yeah. don't want to brush their teeth. They're right. like, oh, I don't want to do it. Yeah. But you know, to not be able to, that's yeah. a whole different story. And that leads to you know, issues, health issues down the road. That is very know, true. I mean, you need good oral health to keep a healthy body because you get an infection in your teeth or whatever it leads to just other things you know the i mean everything's connected to everything and you're in the human body you know it's like the old song right right so yeah knee I mean, just bones some, connected to yeah, the exactly. something so, else something <laughs> simple as being able to brush your teeth could lead to other health issues and and it's all about like she said with with erica stopping the cycle and it's not just with ending up in foster care no it's just it's a it's a lifestyle change for uh, across the board. Right. And so hopefully the more people that can hear about that, hear that message can help out. And she also talked about hope for the holidays, which the holidays are coming up. They are. 
and that's a time By the way, the a lot home of people. Run on Wheels book would be a great Christmas present for it baseball would fans. for your sports lover, for your person who wants to travel. There's some good stuff on and that. And remember, anyway. a portion of the proceeds go toward foster care organizations. So buy the book, enjoy it, and keep in mind it goes to a good cause. Yes. And so, again, speaking of that cause, speaking of holidays, you know, so many people usually think about what can I do for the holidays? They they help out different families, etc. And so, you know, as organizations like Hoylton get ready for Christmas, they are holding events and they need volunteers to help staff those events. So that even if you're not in a position to foster or adopt and you know bring kids into your home there are other ways to help absolutely so check out their website hoylton.org launched on friday brand spanking new that's awesome so let's talk about the other things you talked about a love of st louis yeah and, and i we, we joked that the st louis tourism bureau should uh give us something and it's funny on the way back from hoylton the Hoylton office to the RV here in Cahokia. As soon as I got into my car, I heard a message for like, explore St. Louis, the uh, tourism. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, St. Louis is By the awesome. Way, John Goodman did the commercial, you know, St. Louis native, Afton High School. Right. But one of the things that you weren't aware of that I told you about, but you're going to miss out on, by the way, I just found out, I looked it up, the Gateway Geyser. You talked about seeing the arch and things like that. Uh, there is a park, it is called Malcolm W. Martin Memorial Park, and in that park, they have the Gateway Geyser. It goes off at noon every day for 10 minutes, but it's May through September. So you missed out, dude. You're going to have to see it next May. I think it'd be pretty funny to to launch that puppy up in like January and the water just freezes 500 feet in the air. I don't think it works that way. No? Nope. <laughs> Hashtag physics. <laughs> yeah, St. Louis is, is, is fun, but uh, and it's it's a city we like to call our second home, as I said. But uh, and, and it's a Saint city Cardinals. where you can see baseball in October, unlike another city. Stop it. <laughs> see, you know, this is supposed to be a positive thing, and you got to take it to a negative place. <laughs> I just got to tease you. Sheepers. You'd think I didn't love you anymore if I didn't give yeah. you a hard time. That's yeah, so a game five between the Cardinals and Braves after the Cardinals. Yadier Molina, again, coming through with the heroics to help the Cardinals win game four in a, and force a series deciding game five on Wednesday against the Atlanta Braves in the National League Division Series. And uh, I know you're going to be excited for that. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and thanks again to Stephanie Testro for coming on the podcast. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Go Cards! <laughs>